брала девека сыню. You're listening to Season 1, Episode 8 of Just Gals Being Pals, a Xena celebration. I'm your host, Bob. And I'm your other host, Spicy Caitlin, Chipotle style. <laughs> Still smoky, huh? Still smoky. <laughs> smoky and delicious. Mm. It's in every hmm. of my olfactory sense poor things. Yeah, it is. There's, it's in, a, it's in my there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of smoke everywhere. <laughs> Much. Well, anyway, <laughs> not craving ribs right now at all. Oh, man. Why did you have to go and say that? <laughs> all right. This week we're doing Prometheus. So why don't I tell you what happens? Oh, sorry. <laughs> In Prometheus. Not very helpful. Neither is my oh, dog. Dante. <laughs> He's being very helpful right now. We, we have a semi-silent guest. He's providing moral support. <laughs> yeah. Aggressive moral support. <laughs> Uh, Tell us about the hotness of Prometheus. Thank you. I have renamed the episode. <laughs> a few baddies try to attack Xena and Gabs early in the morning while they're still asleep around the campfire, and one of them chops off Xena's head. Holy shit! Except it's not actually Xena's head, but, and I can't stress this enough, it was a watermelon in a wig. What? <laughs> what? Where did she even get a watermelon? Xena fights off the baddies while Gabs gets in a few more winks until she notices that one of them got stabbed in the neck and in need of the old Bic pen in the throat trick. Except they don't have Bic pens in ye olden times, so she uses a hollow reed. They get him to a healer, and he was improving, but suddenly he just dies. And so does another patient. Looks like Prometheus has been chained again and everyone is losing the ability to heal themselves. Sometime in the vague past, Hercules told Xena that she needs to go to the Oracle of Io if Prometheus is ever chained again, which is oddly specific advice, but <laughs> it's coming in really handy right now, so okay. There are three dancing Oracle ladies who put Xena in front of some contrived-ass death trap to see if she'd be willing to sacrifice herself for the good of all people. They tell her she must go to Mount Vulcan, where the Cave of Hephaestus is, and get his sword, because it's the only thing that can break Prometheus's chains, at least until next season when we learn her chakram can also break Hephaestus' steel. <laughs> anyway, they get to Mount Zeus, where a tchotchke salesman has set up shop, and Xena sidelines Gabs with a stay here, while she goes off and beats up a bunch of Hera's acolytes, tossing them into the cave's deadly traps. There are a lot of deadly traps in this episode. <clears throat> Xena pulls the sword from the stone and becomes king of England. But Hercules is there to stop her. You know, I can't let you do this, he says, leaving out critical information that would have avoided this whole conflict between them. But Xena rides off with a, just try to stop me, kappa. Meanwhile, Aeolus has dropped into the gift shop and met Gabby, and it seems like they're hitting it off. But Xena grabs Gabs with a buzz off, Hercules lover, and they skedaddle. Herc and Aeolus catch up as more of Hera's dudes are coming to attack, and they're still arguing about who's going to get to strike the final blow. One Hera dude grabs the sword and demonstrates why. When he strikes, he turns into a pile of ash. <clears throat> they agree to disagree for now on who's going to strike the final blow, but they head off together to a different cave, where Hercules performs the contractually obligated holding the rocks from a cave-in on his back while people escape for this episode. <laughs> Aeolus is hurt, and since a small wound can kill you while you can't heal yourself, he and Gabby stay back, and she tells him beautiful stories while he bleeds out and goes unconscious, and it's really very touching. Aww. 
After some heart-to-heart and some smooching, Xena, and eventually Herc, go up to the roof of the cave where the secret pool is, and where Prometheus is being held. There are also some weird egg things that are holding some sort of lizard men that they have to fight, and what looks like a giant pterodactyl comes and snatches Xena. She ties a rope to its leg, punches it to get out of its claws, dangles from the rope for a bit and gets slammed into things, somehow gets on top of it, stabs it in the neck, drops the sword so it will exactly fall on one of Prometheus's chains, and plummets to a fireman's catch from Herkboner, who says, Nice of you to drop in. Prometheus busts himself out of the rest of his chains, and turns out Aeolus is alright. At least alright enough to give Gabrielle a goodbye smooch. And they were so cute together! (laughs) So much happens in this episode. You know that (sighs) sword thing... Like, couldn't they have figured out a long time ago? Like, oh, all you do, gotta do is throw it at it. Maybe, right. maybe we'll make an axe instead of a sword. All you have to do is just not be touching it when it hits. Yeah. So she dropped it and then Herc Boner ricocheted off of... Oh, I missed that part. Off of a boulder. Trash can lid. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was like all irregular shaped and stuff. And then it just perfectly... I see. So they did it together. Yeah, together Today. forever. <laughs> because they're soulmates, apparently. Bull fucking shit. Yeah, I don't think that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the end, he's all like, "Oh, my puzzle piece." Mm-hmm. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Gross. Well, I mean, he goes and marries someone else in a couple of years. Her so. boner. <laughs> my last note is sappy bitches. Because <laughs> <laughs> him and Eolus's conversation is fucking stupid. <laughs> It's pretty sappy. Yep. Everything else uh, Eolus and Gabby did was cute, though. Yeah. They were fucking cute as shit. She looks back and waves. I know, I know her little wave. <laughs> oh, my God. It's cute. <laughs> Love it. I'm just going to go right off with my quote, which is also my Just Gals Being Pals moment, which is this just before they go into battle again. So do you think that Eolus is still in love with you? His love turned to hate for a while. I'm not sure how he feels about me now. What about Hercules? <laughs> what about him? You're not much of a girl talk, are you? And of course, you're not like most girls. Get back. Oh, my God. <laughs> not like most girls, huh? Nope. Nope. She's not hitting on her. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, it was. What was your... You're just gals being pals. My gals being pals moment is, so Zena, when Zena walks back from getting the sword, um, she's like, oh, so Gabby, what would you do if I died? And Gabby's like, I don't fucking know. She's like, tell me what you would do. Tell me your plans. <laughs> and she's like using her most serious Zena voice. Mm-hmm. And Gabby's just like, oh, I don't know. I guess that, you know, I'd be a traveling bard and this and that. And she's like, yeah, you'd be good at that. This will make you happy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's such a just like gruff, like, Uh hey, Mm -hmm. I fucking love you. About to die. I want to make sure you're taken care of. Mm -hmm. And then so that I I doubled up on my gals being pals moment. So that was fucking precious. But then it kind of escalates to when when Zena's saying goodbye, you can tell she's saying goodbye like forever because she thinks she's going to die to Gabby when Gabby wants to stay with the Olas. Like they're saying goodbye. And then it like flashes back to Herc Boner. And then it flashes back to to Gabby and Zena, and they're like holding hands and just like staring into each other's faces. Mm-hmm. And it's really, I don't know, kind of intense and nice. And all I wrote was Irma Gerd after describing <laughs> it in my <laughs> notes because 
It just gives me feels. Mm-hmm. Because when you watch the like interviews with them, like they didn't, you know, they supposedly didn't know about any of this lesbian business. I think they did at the time, but they were just um, trying to downplay it publicly. Yeah. So I don't know either way, but they play that relationship so well, regardless of which way it plays. Yeah. But we obviously interpret it a particular way on mm-hmm. this podcast. They're just very close friends. They're just very close friends. Um, <laughs> But I just love seeing that, the intensity. Right. You know, not just the funny flirtations, but the, I hope you have a, let's make my will. You get all my shit. <laughs> and Except don't touch my horse. But don't touch my horse. <laughs> and then, you know, clutching her hand, saying her beloved goodbyes. Yeah. yeah. And, and it even escalates further, because when they're about to go up to the roof where Prometheus is, Xena knocks out Hercules, which, what? How? But, okay. And, <laughs> but right before she knocks him out, she says, Oh, Gabby wants to go for uh, to a school for bards in Athens. Make sure she gets there. Conk. <laughs> yep. She's taking care of her boob. Yeah. It's also boob power. Boob power is what allows her to knock out her boner. It's boobs versus boners. Uh-huh. And boobs always wins. I guess you're right. Yeah. So, boob power. I can't argue against that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that watermelon, though. That's just... That's good shit. I'm still laughing about that. <laughs> um, my best stunt, uh-huh. though, was Aeolus. I think it was maybe his first... Well, no, it was his first fight scene. But anyway, he does a uh-huh. backward somersault over somebody that he just, like... I don't know. He, like, rolled with their momentum on, to get on the ground and then, like, rolled backwards over their head and then just started punching them in the face. Mm. And it was so spider monkey. It was awesome. He's like, you big old dude, I'm just going to run over and jump on you and just, like, take you down like a little. It just it made me think of I used to play this gnome uh, monk uh-huh. in Dungeons and Dragons, and he's <laughs> he's that character. Like, nice. he can just, like, run and, like, leap onto your face and just, like, mm. punch you to the ground and then, like... <laughs> backwards flip up to like kick somebody else in the face and i don't know i just love it apparently that was the the very stunt where michael hearse who plays eolus broke his arm during the filming of this episode that's why it's so badass (laughs) right it looks great (laughs) (laughs) looks like shit's going down yeah apparently the one that's in the episode was the first take that went pretty well but they did a second take anyway and then he broke his arm (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Yep, <laughs> and terrible. Yeah, terrible day at work. I I don't know if what order they shot it in. I don't know the the stuff where he's like clutching his arm and and post hurt break. in the episode was actually post break <laughs> post break or not. Probably not. I guess because it's things aren't shot in order. <laughs> Who knows? Who fucking knows? Right? Anything? Literally. My best stunt was in the uh, this the pterodactyl scene. <laughs> Zena getting dragged along the, you know, the side of a rock face with no visible pads. It was like, Zoe was, damn, <laughs> that's, that's got to be painful. It was aggressive. When the scene started, I was like, oh, she's going to like run across these or something cool. But no, mm-hmm. she just bashes into them painfully. Yeah. Maybe it was, maybe it was foam rocks or something, but it didn't look like it was giving. <laughs> it didn't look comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Was- I want to say those things were supposed to be like a harpy or something, but I don't. I don't fucking know. I think we've seen, or we will see harpies in other episodes, and they don't look like that. They don't look like whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. I really don't know what it is. But it had, like, crazy gravity toes, and it was, like, a bird lady. It had invisible breasticles. Was 
and wings. Is there a thing like a a giant eagle pecks out Prometheus's guts every day or oh, something yeah, I like think that? So. Was it supposed to be that? Maybe. Because it didn't really look like an eagle. No, it didn't look like an eagle at all. But but I don't know what the fuck those lizard egg things were either. <laughs> I, don't I don't remember know. those in any retelling. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And they were, like, I assumed that they were, I was like, oh, okay, giant eagle, eagle eggs. And then these fucking little, like, gremlins come out of them. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. But it did look really fun to jump out of. They were, like, big foamy egg things. And they were just, like, <laughs> like flailing all their limbs to, like, make it explode, kind of. <laughs> it was dramatic, and I really enjoyed watching it. And I would love to burst out of an egg. <laughs> it sounds like fun. Yeah. That particular kind of egg, though. Not like a wet one. Don't, wanna, <laughs> don't put me in a wet egg. I want a no. dry egg. Not like hope gets later. No. So yeah, there's this like whole contraption in the uh, at the Oracle place. There's a giant, I don't know, some sort of creature jaw being held open by a rope, which is has a candle underneath it, <laughs> so that the rope is gonna break eventually, and Xena has to lean through those open jaws and pull down a tablet. From the, I don't know what. From the tablet storage area. Yeah. (laughs) She has to pull on a rope to bring it there. And she finally gets out at the last second as it crashes down. And it crashes down on the tablet. And they're like, oh, don't worry about that. The the, the tablet didn't say anything. We're just testing you to see whether you'd be willing to sacrifice yourself. It's like, damn it. (laughs) That's That's so rude. Very weird. (laughs) Can you do that a different way? Yeah. Like, lean into this trap. And see what happens, bitch. So weird. Yeah, that scene was kind of funky. Those bitches were funky. But they had good traps in Hephaestus's cave. There's like some spikes come up from the floor and Xena jumps up and does the splits holding onto the walls Mm -hmm. to avoid them. Yeah, it was a good stunt. And there's a a giant like swinging meat tenderizer hammer Mm -hmm. that comes down and there's like a hammer cam is attached to it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you get that swinging wish in the shot. It's really cool. Um, and then a false, I don't know, bit of floor, mm-hmm. a little, uh, what do you call those? When the, when you drop through the floor. And trap door? Trap door. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Thank that you. Yeah, it was very uh, dungeon crawly. I mm-hmm. liked it. And then and Xena crawls up out of the trap door with some very Indiana Jones motions. Oh, fuck yeah. That was good stuff. Who are those? So the green chicks in Star Trek are from Orion, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what those three gals made me think of. <laughs> the Orion slave girls. Yeah, yeah, they, they just need to be green, and they would have been the Orion slave girls. Mm-hmm. That was kind of funny. They just kind of had that super like yeah. intensity, you know. I did. I got that vibe too. I thought they might be just dancers, and then someone else would be the oracle. But I guess they were the oracle. Mm-hmm. Just I, or just one of them, or all three of them. I don't know. There was only one of them that really had any the lines. Talk. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that um, what's his ass his shackles were really sexy, like a little oh, yeah. snake on them or something. Yeah, they had some ornate brass or gold or something yeah. on them. It was hot. <laughs> and Prometheus has a okay, so he's kind of like so he's super hot, but like the scenes are kind of awkward where he's like in a diaper <laughs> and he's fucking shackled in this awkward position and everybody's like down below him fighting and like he's giant and they're small and he's just like a giant diaper man came to the <laughs> ground in an awkward position while a bunch of people fight around him mm-hmm. and I was like is this the torture where it's just like super awkward 
<laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. I'm right very now. exposed. <laughs> just wearing a diaper here. There's a lot of swords. Please don't poke me. And anyway, it was just kind of funny. And I don't know if you noticed either, but like, so after he gets one chain free, he starts ripping the rest of the chains up. Yeah. Himself. He just needed one free so he could break the others himself. That's silly. He only got chained up one at a time. I saw it. It's happened slowly and dramatically. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. Those chains are. Sexy. I don't know what the rules are, man. I need a pair. <laughs> Set. I need four of them. Okay. More than a pair. All right. Set. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> <laughs> There's the the stuff between Eolus and Gabrielle is just it's so cute. They're mm-hmm. so good with each other. And it's, you know, there's actually some really good emotion between them. Even, you know, when he's going to die and <laughs> she's telling him the story. And it's just like, it's ugh, the emotion in that scene. I think he actually calls her Gabby in the episode. I like listened to it twice. And mm-hmm. I, I I think I heard right. <laughs> did I hear right? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. I thought he did. Anyway. But it's like they have such good chemistry together, and yeah. I don't think they ever come back to it. Not that I recall. I really like their smooch, though. Yeah, it's very cute. Very cute little smooch. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Romance. I don't remember. Is this the first time we've seen Xena do the throat pen thing? I think so. This might be the first time? Yeah. She uses it so much in the future, especially <laughs> in the finale episode of the season. Yes. But I love it. I think it's funny. And fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is the first time we get to see her do that throat thing. And much like the nerve pinch, she does that a lot. Yeah, that's a good thing. Oh, I just had one note about the uh, dragon or pterodactyl or whatever. <laughs> As Prometheus is freed, he like stands up and is kind of, you know, got his hands up in the air like, yeah, I'm free. And just like nonchalantly in the background of that shot, there's like the pterodactyl just is plummeting to its death. <laughs> It's like they don't even focus on it. It's nope. so great. Bye. And then Herc and Xena also smooch at the end, I guess, for fan service reasons. Yeah. I actually, that's what I was going to say. I really, um, as much as I don't like Herc Boner, I liked their back and forth scenes were pretty cute. Mm. Um, it was good writing. I liked it. It was they like, were... you, you changed my life. You made me feel like my dead wife did. Yeah. <laughs> so and touching. It, and then they smooch and then she tries to steal his sword. And it's like... Yep. Like, they're being nice to each other with the intention of trying to steal things from each other. (laughs) And then they're also being Mm semi-genuine. And I just think it's nice because they both kind of have this respect for one another and affection for one another. But they're, like, not in a place that other people are in where they can be like, let's talk about our future together. Want to go on a date on Friday night? Mm -hmm. And they're like, we got shit to do. So, like, we're not going to fucking talk about this. Let's just fucking flirt. And if we can bang, cool. If not, I'll ride away into the sunset (laughs) while you salute me, which Mm -hmm. is what they do. They don't bang. Yep. True. It's tragic. True, true, true. I really like the sword. The sword design, the blade is really cool. Oh, yeah. It's like cool shaped. It had a weird shape to it. Mm -hmm. I can't describe it. I want it. It was like a a swooshy thing and then like a curvy thing and, you know. Well put. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) You can imagine it from that. (laughs) It was cool, though. Megusta. I want to stab somebody with it. Well, if you want to hear more episodes of Just Gals Being Pals, you can go to our website at justgalsbeingpals.com or subscribe on iTunes or whatever other place that you get podcasts. We're on 
Twitter and Instagram at Pals. And you can also uh, sign up for our newsletter on the website, which will, you know, have cool links and stuff. Caitlin, say your thing. Take excellent care of yourself and drink lots of water and wear a mask for COVID and for the ash that's raining down from the sky, which is hopefully done raining down from the sky by the time you hear this episode. The apocalypse will be over. Hang in there, guys. 